It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560, FM99.9, HD2, The Joe, WQAM, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. Hour number two of Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show for you. We're on a day earlier than normal. Otherwise, I'd be telling you the kickoff for the Thursday night game is in about an hour and change. It's in about 25 hours and change at this point. We'll see uh, Cincinnati and Jacksonville kickoff week four of the NFL season. 305-567-0560 is the text machine. Let's get to just a couple here before we get to a couple more observations and then our normal nonsense in the uh, this hour uh, where we will do the sniff test. We will give you the tight end pick of the week and we will give you the nose pick of the week as well uh somebody texted is juju playing this week uh, is there is there an update yes. on the status why yes there is good i'm glad i asked juju smith schuster today had a limited practice so again normally we do our shows on thursday which is 24 hours later of full information that comes out so everything is constantly changing but that being said he logged a limited practice today so do we know for sure no we don't I'm anticipating him, believe it or not, not playing this week. But, of course, that's just a hunch. Check back in in the next day or two, and you'll get your answer. All right, just Wednesday's practice, first practice of the week while they're implementing game plan, right? So uh, I I would be more worried if Friday he was still limited at this point or not practicing uh, there. Uh, Should I see – there's another text. Should I see what I can get from Mike Davis or give him a couple more weeks? I think you have to give him a few more weeks because I don't think you're getting anything from Mike Davis right now. Uh, big disappointment to me. I'm not going to lie about it. it looked amazing uh, last year in Carolina. I thought he would come out great. The whole Atlanta offense is number uh, number eight of my observations. And uh, it's quite wild how the running back of committee of Mike Davis and Cordell Patterson happened. Unbelievable. It's because Mike Davis hasn't taken that job and ran with it yet. Uh, so look, I think you need to wait a week or two just so he has a better game. So then you can start floating him out there. I don't see him out of nowhere just becoming this awesome player, although I really hope he does because I do own him in quite a few leagues. Uh, I'm not going to let you answer this yet because I want some of the, the texter to text back in because they said it's a flex one-point PPR and he's got Hubbard, Hunt, Jefferson, and just Williams. Uh, I'm guessing that could be one of 27 guys uh, in the NFL at that point. I don't want to speculate who it is. So if that was your text and you texted it in, tell me which Williams it is and I'll let Nose answer that. I'd that like point. to guess Javante Williams or Ricky Williams, one of the two. I'm going to go with Ricky at that point. Okay, cool. Right, I'm going to go with Ricky at that point. But we'll let the guy hopefully text back in. If you're the 914 call texter, text back in and uh, let us know what Williams it is. We'll get back to that. Uh, you brought up uh, Pittsburgh in the wide receiver situation, and then you brought up something funny also. Uh, about the fact that Deontay Johnson might not play now also. It's not funny if you're a Deontay Johnson owner at this point. But the way that kind of Big Ben is playing right now, and Pittsburgh has what? They're at Green Bay in the late 4 o'clock matchups. Um, it's an easy question, I guess, to ask. Is Big Ben kind of done at this point? Not just NFL-wise, but fantasy-wise as well. Fantasy-wise, it's not looking good. So, yeah. <laughs> Man, if I were to tell you that Big Ben is probably ranked 28th out of the 32 starting quarterbacks. I wouldn't be lying to you. Players like Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz even, Trevor Lawrence, who has so many interceptions, I don't know what to do with himself, all doing much better than Big Ben. Big Ben right now and Matt Ryan are in that same boat. They're a little over the hill. They have weapons. 
but somehow they're not getting their, them the ball and their offenses are not clicking right now. Am I giving up on them? No. But in a one-quarterback league, Big, Big Ben right now shouldn't even be on a team. Two quarterback leagues, which I know a lot of you are in right now, Big Ben still shouldn't be starting, but he could be rostered or should be rostered because most quarterbacks are rostered in two quarterback leagues. And if you have them, you hope for the best. But right now, that whole offense looks extremely off. And uh, it's a wait-and-see situation. Again, it is early, and we do not panic in week three. But we're getting to that point where we're going to start to panic. Let's see how he does in Green Bay against his old friend A.A. Ron Rodgers. And if he has a good game, you know, we could start thinking better of him. But right now, ultimately, Big Ben should not be started or rostered in one quarterback leagues. You brought it up before, and I know it's in your observations as well about Julio Jones. Um, What was with that last week, and what is up with Julio Jones? I know that we kind of, in our pre-draft shows that we did here, basically said stay away from Julio. Um, we, I mean, listen, Nose recommended that 46 times in two shows. Uh, stay away from Julio, stay away from Julio, stay away from Julio. And now he comes out and basically is treated like a fifth-round like round wide receiver that they just drafted and caught him in for a couple of plays and didn't play at all with load management. What the hell is that about? If you're a Julio Jones owner right now, are you panicking a little bit? We're frustrated, right? We're frustrated because, you know... Week one, he does nothing. Then all of a sudden, week two, blows up because A.J. Brown decides to not be able to you know, right. catch the ball right. and then gets hurt. Now in week three, starts out fine. And then all of a sudden, in the second half, he's basically not even playing in the game. And they called it load management. What people may have not seen is that he was getting treatment, though, on his leg. So now you have yourself an NFL conspiracy on a small level where we don't know what's going on with Julio Jones. Uh, I've read that the Tennessee Titans got a little abused by how much they played A.J. Brown and Julio Jones in week one. I find that to be very curious because you're supposed to play your stars. But the fact that they're already bringing up load management for Julio Jones and the fact that they were looking at his leg, yes, this is all not great news because right now A.J. Brown's out. It should be the biggest no-brainer. Boom, Julio Jones is the number one. And trust me, he could be, but... It's going to be a situation all year, and not to beat our chest, but sometimes we like to do it. This is exactly what we expected to happen. Uncertainty at a player, and here we are. It's just pure uncertainty. We didn't know what he was going to be like before coming in, and now we're already in week three, and they're saying we've used him too much. He's have a We're heading on the bench for load management in a close game, and then there were uh, scenes or, I guess, cameras on them looking at his legs. So it's a messy situation. I don't think you could trust starting him this week. Let's even see if he's playing. But listen, you can't get upset. If you drafted Julio Jones, this is sort of what you should have expected. Or at least if you didn't expect it, you may have known it was coming your way and you should have had a backup plan. And here we are. And I feel like a reporter now because I have a follow-up question to that. Uh, How much does that affect A.J. Brown not playing well or injured? Julio Jones not playing well or possibly injured. How does that affect that big horse there, Derrick Henry, when teams are now going to game plan for the fact that Derrick Henry, we got to put 10 in the box now to stop him because they're not throwing the ball and we're not worried about Ryan Tannehill at that point. Well, it's definitely a concern. Are we getting closer to that? No, because the guy doesn't care. If you put that many players on the box, Derrick Henry might get by those players and then all of a sudden it's a 60-yard touchdown again because he's special. But... Hey, listen, the Titans, if you want a sneaky player, and if both of those 
guys, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones are out, look up Nick Westbrook Ekine. Yes, I tried. He had a touchdown last week, didn't he? Right? Nice, nice little day yeah. for the guy. He had four catches, 53 yards, and a touchdown. And right now, he'll end up being your number one wide receiver if both A.J. Brown and Julio Jones are out. And let me tell you, that player will get balls to him because of how many players are going to, excuse me, how many defenses are going to stack the line, right, right. stop Derrick Henry, play action. Look, people have injuries. I There are worse starts than this kid Westbrook E. Kine. I'm just going to call him Westbrook because it's too much for me here. But it's a sneaky little player uh, that you should maybe roster to back up if you have Julio Jones. All right, 305-567-0560 is the text machine. Let's get to a couple of these before we get back to some more observations here. Uh, oh, our favorite uh, texter in Hawaii is back. What's up, brothers? I picked up Hubba Bubba Chubba Hubbard. Should I play him over Antonio Gibson, full PPR, 12-team league? Uh, what do you think about that? Hubbard over Antonio Gibson this week in a PPR league. Absolutely not. No. Antonio Gibson's fine, man. I mean, he hasn't had the greatest start, but he's got the dream matchup at the Atlanta Falcons. So... Uh, aloha, my brother. Keep him in the game. Keep Gibson in there. And uh, it's a nice pickup by Chubber. Excuse me. Ch- you're screwing me with it. Hubba Bubba Chubba Hubbard. You loved Hubba Bubba Bubba. I loved that. Right. It, it was by far the like the most sugary. Right. It was like that and Bubblicious were on another watermelon level. Watermelon and grape. Two, two favorite flavors. Right? Really? Watermelon and grape? Yeah. I remember the watermelon too. were wonderful. So good. Wonderful. Didn't uh, Hubba Bubba have two like... Have that flavor on the outside. The green outside, the red inside. Yes. Yes. You're looking at me and you are being Zach right now. That's right. Which means he's very hungry, Adam. I'm starving. So, yeah, uh, go with Gibson over Hubbard. And, you know, if A.J. Brown is out, then we're. Oh, we, can you help me out with right, the next right, part? Right. Okay. You should never it's, try to read the I will text not text. try to. I, that, I it's, stopped. It's, it's, like, it's like reading, like literally, like the Torah. Like, you got to be careful. You don't know which way you have to go left, right, right, left. Uh, also, our boy is one and two, uh, and he oh, he's one and two on the season. Right, got to so do better. He, he's got to do better, right? right. And he says, that, <clears throat> if AJ Brown is out, I need two receivers. He's got Rondell Moore, Brandon Ayuk, or Evan Ingram. Chases his uh, wide receiver one uh, for now, but he needs some help. So uh, pick one or pick two, I guess. Thank God you have Jamar Chase. I'll start off by saying right, that. right. Finally, Brandon Ayuk. Had himself a game, thank you, where he was actually targeted and he actually dropped a ball in the end zone, which is extremely frustrating, but not that much because probably everyone had him benched. But Brandon Ayuk finally proved after a few weeks you could put him back in your lineup. So I would go with Ayuk and Randall Moore along with Jamar Chase. And that should be your three wide receiver set. All right, our guy texted back in. I appreciate you texting back in, by the way. Flex, one-point PPR, Hubba Bubba Chubba Hubbard, Kareem Hunt, Jefferson, or Mike Williams. You see, we were wrong. Right. I went with Javante. And I had Ricky, right. Fair enough. Mike Williams is a must-start in every situation possible. So how many do I have to pick out of these guys? Just pick one. Oh, Mike Williams. I mean, come on, little daddy. Just the flex position there. Uh, let's see. Uh, he goes, I also have Chase, but starting him this week. So that's his other wide receiver in this league. Yeah, Jamar J- Chase got a lot of play on the show tonight. Jamar Chase deserves all the right. play in the show tonight. Jamar Chase right now is putting up some ridiculous rookie numbers. And if you drafted him, I'm going right into the observation whether it was there or not because I need to talk about it. Jamar Chase right now is doing crazy things. 182 yards so far on single coverage, Zach. 
That is leading the NFL. Four touchdowns, 182 yards. What does that mean? Defenses are going to need to double-team this rookie right. already through a month. So it's not easy to double-team a wide receiver. And B, again, if you drafted him and you weren't worried about the drops, you got yourself a star. And if you're in a keeper league and you have Jamar Chase, you're just laughing yourself right now because he's going to be on your team for a very long time. Yeah, that's a pretty good pickup there. Uh, PPR League need two out of three. The aforementioned Julio Jones, Antonio Brown, o, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., or Chase Edmonds. So pick two. Uh, what well, He said two out of three, but he named four guys. Uh, I'll just name them in order. Right. Just okay. give me your one, two, three, and four here. Chase Edmonds, Odell Beckham, Antonio Brown, Julio Jones. PPR. Okay, I'm going Chase Edmonds, one, Antonio Brown, two, Odell Beckham, three, and then Julio Jones. And I really like Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham this week. The update on Antonio Brown is the COVID is gone. It looks like he's going to play, and he's got that big game in New England, and I just think he's going to eat, and I think they all are. So Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham is a player that you're going to hear a little later on is maybe passing some sniff tests really looked good last week, and that was just in week one. I think he's going to take another level up, and Odell is now extremely startable for your fantasy team. Antonio Brown also making his return, like you said, to New England after playing there for one game, scoring a touchdown against the Dolphins, and then getting thrown off the team. Not very happy with Bill Belichick or Robert Kraft. So now you have Antonio Brown on one side, Gronk on the other, and Brady throwing the ball. This could be an absolute massacre on Sunday night. Football. And Antonio Brown is what we got probably called angry. Oh, ang- yes. Anger issues. Yes. He's going to want it. He's and he's going to look Tom Brady in yeah. the eye and say, I want it. Right. Uh, Pitcher Higby, PPR, pick one. And here we are. And right. I'm going with it. Higby. Wow. Yeah. And I'm so disappointed in Kyle Pitts. I'm so disappointed in that Atlanta offense. I'm upset with Calvin Ridley, who should be flat out a top five wide receiver in the league. This offense is off. The offensive line is not giving good coverage. The whole thing is off. So until we see it click, we really can't trust anybody. Uh, Pitts could blow up at any time, but Tyler Higby on those tight end screens for touchdowns. Yeah, why don't you start him this week and be patient on Pitts. Hold both tight ends. Let me take a couple more here before we head to the break. 305-567. 0560 PPR looks like Harris from New England or Hubba Bubba Chubba Hubbard. We're going to go with Hubba Hubba Chubba, the watermelon wrapped around with green, the green with outside the and the red right, inside. That's right. what we're going to go with the Hubbard over Harris. I hate Harris this week. The wrong week to be going against uh, the Bucks defense if you're starting him. So g- give him a bench and go with Hubbard. I'm going to make it easy and just call him Hubba Bubba from now on. Hubba Bubba. Just Hubba Bubba. Yeah, you've been... I can't. I can't, you can't keep up. do it. Right. You right. can't do it. It's, it's, I'm watching you do it's painful. And you know what? It feels painful. Right. No, it's, it's, it's painful. Gum, right. It, I, I mean, it's obvious. Like, it's everyone's favorite gum. And you're lying if you don't say it is. It's one of those people like, yeah, I like Trident more. <laughs> Shut your mouth. I, okay. If you like Trident, stop texting. Uh, 305-567-0560. Need to start two. Chase, Cooks, Sutton, Woods. Uh, how about just need to start one. Chase and who else? Nah, well done by you. I'm going to go with Cortland Sutton over Cooks and Robert Woods. That's who I'm going with. I'm a big fan of Cortland Sutton. I, he didn't have the game I expected last week. This week, it improves at home against the Ravens secondary, which is super banged up, and they're letting up a lot of yards against the pass. So go Teddy Two Gloves to Cortland Sutton and Jamar Chase. All right, someone asked, should I pick up Gordon and drop Hardman from Kansas City? 
That's a brutally hard question to ask because I don't want to have you drop a player and Hardman. You know what? Hardman's not going to ever be fantasy relevant. Yes, I would do that. Hardman, you need to have that 75-yard touchdown to be relevant or 50-plus. And he's going to do it two times this year. Every So you got two good weeks out of him, but every other time I don't find him to be startable. So yeah, man, I think Josh Gordon has a chance of being a guy who could catch the ball six to seven times a game when people are double-teaming Tyreek Hill and or Travis Kelsey. He could be a special player. But it's going to be a few weeks until that, and it's a big if. So I would say do it, but it's definitely something at your own risk. All right, tight end question here, PPR League. Cole Komet, Max Williams, or Furster? Brutal. I'm going with the Ferkster, though. The Ferkster is the tight end for the Tennessee Titans, if you didn't know. And the reason why I'm going with that is because I do expect both A.J. Brown and Julio Jones to be either out or beyond limited. And we discussed it. Our boy Westbrook Ekine is going to get some catches, but also Ferkster is definitely going to get balls over the middle on the play action to Derrick Henry. The Ferkster sounds like the kid who, who was part of the Goonies but wasn't cool enough to go on the adventure. Right. Like, what'd you guys do with Ferkster? I left him at home. Right. That's it. I love that. Well done there. Well played. 16 team PPR. Need to start one. Osborne, Westbrook, Vance, Jefferson. 16 team PPR. Pick one. I just appreciate you letting us know it's a 16 team PPR because last week we were sort of crushing somebody. I'm like, you have to start those guys, but right. it ended up being a 14. So right, thank you right. for letting us thank know. Right. So what you're at right now is you're at a situation where you're, you're looking for a home run or somebody that's going to get you some fantasy points. And for this week, I'm going with Westbrook over Osborne and Vance Jefferson. All right. Uh, PPR Chase Edmonds or Miles Gaskin? Chase week. Edmonds over Miles Gaskin. Right, that was an easy one for you right there. 305-567-0560. Load the text machine back up. we got the sniff test coming up. We have the tight end pick of the week. And we have the nose pick of the week coming up. Also, before we sign off tonight, this is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show. Brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Gardens. Big shout out to the GM over there, Danny, and the king and queen, Ari and Erica of Tropical Chevrolet. Without their support, we would not be on the air tonight. We love those guys. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back with your text messages, and we're probably going to get in the sniff test here on 560 The Joe. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, back here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Your text messages, the sniff test, and more observations from the week that was as well, by the way, Jacksonville, Cincinnati kick off Thursday night football tomorrow night, about 25 hours from now, kick off week four of the NFL season. Let me give you a couple of the one o'clock games to uh, make you salivate a little bit. Washington at Atlanta, Houston at Buffalo. By the way, the Houston-Buffalo game, I don't have the odds up in front of me right now. It's one of the biggest point spreads in the last 10 years in the NFL at this point. I think it's an 18-point spread or 17 and a half. It's currently at 16 and a half. Oh, it dropped a little bit. Okay. Yeah. This morning it was 17 and a half, and I haven't seen a spread like that in a couple of years. The last time I really did see spreads like that consistently were when Ta- uh, Tampa Bay, God, Brady's in my head already. When New England had Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay, had Tom Brady, Randy Moss, and Wes Welker on that offense with Gronk. Like, that's the last time 
the spreads were that big on a consistent basis. Didn't we see like a Pat Mahomes last year with a 19 and a half point spread somewhere? Right. I, I remember it being silly. It was si- Kansas City and New England are the only two teams. Now the Buffalo has been just putting up a boatload of points the last couple of weeks and now playing a just decimated Houston team. And, and, and I guess whoever Buffalo plays the next couple of weeks, that spread might be high. Buffalo's offense right now playing at a pretty high level. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But that's another one of the 1 o'clock games. Detroit at Chicago. Chicago, nine sacks last week in Justin Fields. By the way, only team in the NFL, I think I saw today, averaging under 100 yards passing. That Bears offense right now. Stay they, away from that Bears offense. Man, they threw that kid out to the Wolves with Horrible. a terrible game Horrible. plan. Right. You know, what are they doing there? Nagy, Matt Nagy is lucky still to have a job. How does point. he still have a job? I don't know. Uh, I have a friend that's and in Chicago radio on the ESPN radio up there, and literally his Twitter and Instagram feed is littered with fire Nagy, fire Nagy, fire Nagy. Now, to Matt, twist this. Right. Matt Nagy being twi- uh, Adam Gase 2.0 at this point? Uh, I mean, Adam Adam Gase got to get a little more respect than that at this point. So Matt re- Nagy's worse. Re- really good call by you. But if uh, we're going to flip this into a fantasy talk, uh, Alan Robinson, that's David Montgomery. I was like, just, oh my God, what Alan do you Robinson. do? That was another player not to beat my chest. And I said, someone, you know, logic when we were talking about logic when you're drafting, who's throwing the football to the wide receivers? If you're between two guys, it, you know, look who's throwing the ball. That's why I said, do not draft Alan Robinson because he'll have a few good games. Their quarterbacks, they're, he's way better if Dalton's the quarterback. And right. that, that's scary. Yeah. Straight up. I said that out loud and it, it feared me but in the middle it, of my it, sentence. Not just fear me, but I got a little sick in my mouth. I threw up a little bit. Uh, Carolina. I'm constantly in the state of wanting to throw up. Right. That was me. Just I, That could have been just me talking right there. Carolina at Dallas. Another one of those one o'clock games. Indianapolis here at Hard Rock Stadium versus the Miami Dolphins as well. Cleveland, Minnesota or in Minnesota, New, uh, New York in New Orleans. Tennessee at the Jets. Kansas City. And Philadelphia, that's your last Ooh. 1 o'clock game. Jalen Hurts and Pat Mahomes Likey. scoring off. Two best quarterbacks in the league. Just joking. <laughs> um, at 4 o'clock games, Arizona at the Rams. Uh, that's going to be oh, that's gonna be a fun game to watch. Fun, well. yes. That'll be fun to watch. Seattle at San Francisco. If you're a Dolphins fan, go Seahawks. Baltimore at Denver. Pittsburgh at Green Bay. Those are the 4 o'clock games. The obvious heavyweight uh, championship belt match of the weekend. Tampa Bay at New England and Monday Night Football. Another pretty good game. Las Vegas at the Chargers. Derek Carr, Justin Herbert. It's a great game, and uh, I'm really excited to watch the Chargers offense. I haven't been able to really watch every single second of a game for the Chargers, and I'm really excited to watch Herbert. What a cannon on him. He really looks like the real deal. And now, all of a sudden, he took Mike Williams, who was a top overall 10 pick from his draft, was a huge bust, and then out of nowhere, comeback player of the year in Every sense of the NFL, fantasy, however you want it. Really looking forward to watching the Chargers offense. So that'll be a fun Monday night football game. And again, the Vegas Raiders, they just keep doing it. Somehow, someway, they're doing it. Right, they that offense. Right. Don, this week, though, I'm, I'm predicting Derek Carr comes back to life a little bit. Back to reality Char- a little bit? Chargers with Asante Samuel Jr., a local product down here at the cornerback position. Really good secondary. So... I think they could run the ball on the Chargers, but uh, throwing the ball for another 350 yards, not likely in Derek Carr's future. All right, let's get two more uh, text messages in here real quickly before we get to the sniff test. we get to the sniff test coming up here in just a minute. How long do you think Hubba Bubba will be effective 
trying to decide how much to spend to pick up on an auction waiver wire. So what do you do with Hubba Bubba right now? Fantastic question. Very relevant right now, especially in, I believe, CBS leagues. Most of them run waivers tonight. And if you're in a fab league, which is where you pay for your free agents, the, the key on this one is everyone's thinking maybe, do I get Mike Davis you know type stats from Correct. last year? Right. And the answer is no. You, you might get his stats for a game or two. Christian McCaffrey was not put on the IR. So it is of my opinion from everything that I'm reading that you got Hubba Bubba for one week, definitely, probably two, very questionable for three. So how you want to plan this is he's a two-week plug. But if you're right now 0-3 or 1-2... You need a, you're desperate for a win. Pay the money. Right. I'm not telling you how much money to pay. I can't. Everyone's different. Everyone's league has different styles. Get him on your team because if you need to fill a hole at running back and you have a losing record, it doesn't matter how long or how much money. You, you need to get him in, get his stats for this week, get in the W column, and then go from there in a few weeks. Uh, this is an interesting text, but I don't know how much it's going to really affect fantasy. Marlon Mack looks to be on the training block for the Colts. A couple years ago, Marlon Mack was a stud in fantasy. He was a really good player, obviously, drafting John Taylor. And they got Duncan Hines there, too, like what I did there. I do. I, I don't know his first name. That's why I said that. Uh, does he have any fantasy kind of play for you? Roster the guy, put him at deep down, because at this point, I don't know where Marlon Mack is going to move. be moved. Probably going to be traded or back to the waiver wire, and someone just picks him up on a fly, maybe puts him on a practice squad. Uh, I don't know about Marlon Mack right now. Well, Garcia, listen to here. For some reason, I feel like you, you feel me on this. Marlon Mack, the son of Kevin Mack, the running back from the Cleveland Browns that was a legend in Tech Mobile, is not someone you should be keeping on your roster at all. So, no. Uh, yes, he could be traded. Is he a good pickup? I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to pick him up before he gets traded, if he gets traded to a team that needs a running back, and then all of a sudden he's going to get relevant running back stats. Highly unlikely. And yes, I made up the part that Kevin Mack was his son. I mean, I believe that you didn't even know who he is, Kevin Mack, do you? No, I do know uh, that Marlon Mack is the daddy of the Mack daddy. Oh, wow. What about, is he cousins with Vontae Mack from the draft day? Is that the movie that you love so much that nobody else loved? Yes. My I love Draft Day. What are you talking about? It was great. <laughs> That's, well, the same Browns team, if you were a Tecmo goal player, Bernie Kosar was the quarterback throwing it to Webster Slaughter, but I never even used either of them because the big Mac attack was a silent assassin at the running back position. Oh, yeah? For bonus somebody points, knows, you want to tell me who the other Somebody out there is listening was? and knows. What's that? For bonus points, you want to tell me who the other Cleveland receiver on that team was? Except um, Webster Slaughter was one, right? Right, and the answer is you're putting me on the spot. I know that Minifield was the cornerback. Who's the other? Uh, oh, I don't have it. Give it to me. Brian Brennan. Nope, wow. didn't have it. Fair enough. Did not have it, right. Uh, that was well done. I, I'll, I'll always get We could do an entire show at Tecmo Bowl at this point. Oh, yeah. Like I'm. I'm oh, you know they still make Tecmo Bowl and update the rosters? But is it the see for me? It has to have the original. It's Nintendo. the original game. They just they they're guys who just recode it and then they retool the players and they rename them to the current guys and stuff. Well, I hope they make a slight change because it's not fair. Because Roger Craig, over the middle in the shotgun position where Joe Montana would throw it over the only middle over the middle was an unstoppable play in Tacoma Bowl. There was only one player in the entire game on the defensive side who could stop that play, and that player was Lawrence, Lawrence Taylor. Taylor. You both got it correct. I was going to say, he's okay. the only guy that I like, could sack the quarterback almost every single time. And I'm time telling you, that. now there are a lot of people listening who are like shaking their head. You're right. That play was unstoppable. Roger Craig was in the slot over the middle. 
unstoppable unless you had Rod, uh, you had Lawrence Taylor and cut that thing right off. Is more unstoppable than Bo Jackson like running the ball every time? Well, it's Tecmo Bowl. Yes. I think we're talking more about Super Tecmo Bowl. Oh, no. okay. So there was the two versions of it. That's no, I'm talking about original OG Tecmo. Tech, Tech yeah, I'm talking right. about OG Tecmo Bowl. If you played. Bo Jackson, and you picked the same defense because it's one out of four shot that you picked. Right. Then you stopped Bo Jackson. It didn't matter if you picked the same defense and you had the right defense. You could still hit Roger Craig over the middle, and you would still dominate the game with the 49 I'm going to okay. be honest and tell you that's the only place you're going to hear this kind of breakdown is right here. You're not going to hear breakdown and analysis like that anywhere else in the Joe country. Rose isn't breaking down the— uh, Joe Rose isn't doing it. No one in New York is doing it. No one in L.A. is doing it. No one in Boston is doing it. You only get that here on the show, and that's why we're on every week. That's right. That's what we get. That's why Tropical paid that hard money. Tropical Chevrolet is paying for that analysis right there. That's why we love them. Thank you very much. By the way, how Back weird to- was it that the Seattle Seahawks had pink uniforms in Tech Mobile? It was a little bizarre. Yeah. I agree with you. Listen, there's plenty of bizarre things that happened in that game. I mean, is it the last video game that you could play with when you could throw the ball from Marino to like Clayton Duper? Oh, there was one where you. There was a game after that we could do there was, that? There was, there was another one. That, there was a sequel to it called Tecmo Super Bowl, which had the mm. full season, and you still had Marino, Clayton, and Duber. Wow. But you didn't have Lorenzo Hampton. Oh, that doesn't count. 305-567-0560 is the text machine. Uh, let's get to one more here. PPR need one flex. Marvin Jones, Robert Woods, Tony Brown. Oh, Tony. Go Tony, Tony, Tony. It's Tony Brown. Antonio right? Brown. Monday, excuse me, Sunday Night Football. Have your action in that game. He's is there anyone on Tampa Bay you wouldn't start this week? How about that? You're talking about Mike Evans, Godwin, Antonio yes. Brown, Gronk, uh, Lenny Fournette, yes. Brady. Lenny Fournette. Is there anyone Jones. That you would say right now, don't start? Yes, the running backs. Gio Bernard, whoever's, you know, right. he could be hurt. But the, the you're not starting any running backs for Tampa. Basically all year, you're not starting any running backs for Tampa. Unfortunately, if you're a Lennon Fournette uh, fantasy owner, it's not going to be pretty. This is a just straight up Brady throwing the ball. So, But every pass catcher on that team, I'm loving. Besides uh, the backup uh, I guess what is it? OJ Howard and Cameron Brake. Right. Those are the guys that you probably don't want to start. Everybody else you're going with. Is Gronk back? Oh, Gronk. I mean, like back, back. He's got to stay healthy over the course of 16, well, now 17 weeks. And right. the truth is, I don't think he's going to stay healthy. I think he's going to take a sabbatical in the middle of the season. They're going to call him some type of injury, but no, it's just him priming for the playoffs. And they're going to just give him a few weeks to just relax and get paid by doing nothing. By the way, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Gronk catches five touchdowns in that game in New England, and after he catches the fifth, him and Tom Brady literally turn around to the Patriots' sideline, point, and laugh as they walk away. It's possible. If that happens, it would be great for the TV because they will play that on NBC all Sunday night long at ESPN. They will play that on every TV station from here to, to Bangkok, Thailand, on rotation forever. Correct. 305-567-0560 is the text machine if you want to get in here. We're going to get to some more. Uh, how about observations when it comes to some more running backs, or not only just some more running backs, uh, the rest of the Philadelphia offense I wanted to ask you about, because we, we do Jalen Hurts a lot, and it's not on your observation sheet. I, I already looked. Um, the Miles Sanders types, the Jalen Rager types, the other guys on that offense – um, what do you think about that? Because I know that we're really high here, obviously, on Jalen Hurts as the quarterback uh, and the nose pick of the year. And so far, so good. There hasn't been really any... No, so game. far, very good. Right. Yeah, no, I'll I'll I'm giving all the credit in the world. We're now going into week four, and sometimes by week four, you're like, oh, man, that you know, your nose pick of the year, struggling a little bit. 
Radio Raheem had one of the greatest starts I've ever seen ever, and then you know busts out a little can't, bit because he gets injured. Can't do anything about that, right? But I'm talking about the guys around Jalen Hurts, uh, the must-haves. Obviously, Miles Sanders went high in a lot of people's drafts. Not a first-round guy, but maybe late second, early third, something around those lines. But the rest of those guys there, who's worth either a fly right now or maybe someone you would say, hey, maybe we should make a trade for this because I think he's going to have a good rest of the season. I absolutely like nobody on Great Philadelphia answer. Eagles. Right, yet, Great answer. Yet at the same time, I have the nose pick of the year on the Philadelphia Eagles. It's very uh, bizarre, but you know, Miles Sanders, two rushes last week. Now, again, I know the game sort of got wide open and they had to throw the ball. Two rushes for 27 yards, but what more importantly is the receiving distribution, if you would. Dallas Joe Dirt had two catches for 66 yards. Zach Ertz had four catches for 53 yards. Jalen Rager had five catches for 53 yards. And by the way, the number one receiver on their team, in my opinion, is Jalen Rager. And it is over Devontae Smith, who had only three catches for 28 yards. Miles Sanders, three catches for 28 yards. Gainwell, three catches for 32 yards. Quezzy Watkins, two for 46. What am I saying here? All over the place, right? All over the place, but nobody's really standing out and having those big games. So if you were going to start one of those guys, uh, wide receiver-wise, it's going to be Jalen Rager. He's your best bet. The big touchdown that they, excuse me, well, it's a, it turned into an interception, but that long throw at the beginning of the game after he started so great, hurts through the interception, but he was going for Rager. He's being thrown to the Rager in terms of his targets. He had the most targets, eight on the day, where Zach Ertz had seven. And that's crazy, too, because now you have two tight ends, okay? And you just don't know what's going to happen week in, week out. Impossible to predict. But uh, if you want to start a Dallas Goder or a Zach Ertz because that's your best choice because the tight end position is very thin, go for it. You just hope he, the touchdown is thrown to your guy. Right. That's it. Uh, somebody just texted, I guess the Bucks don't have a backup quarterback. Brady stayed in a winningless game just to pad his stats. I think you're going to see that all season long outside of the fact that if they already clinched something and maybe he rests a little bit. I don't think Brady's going to get out of a lot of these games because I think Brady's on a mission just to crack every record. Also, he, by the way, in this Sunday night game, uh, I think it's like 100 yards or 87 yards, will be number one in passing yardage of all time in Foxborough. And one of the questions I did ask Joe here on the show this week on the Joe Rose Show uh, every morning, 6 to 10 a.m. right here on the Joe uh, would they stop the game? Because sometimes they stop the game to give the football or whatever. So there's no chance in hell. That's what he said. Really? No chance Belichick stops, acknowledges the greatness of Tom Brady in the middle of the game. And I think that's interesting uh, to see what will happen there. Because he will break this record in this game, maybe in the first quarter, you know, maybe by, by halftime. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how they I'm kind of handle it. I'm going to disagree okay. with Mr. Joe. You think Rose. they're going to stop the game if he passes? I think... They're going to stop the game. I think the crowd's going to give him a standing ovation. That that two different to me to me. I think he's going to get a standing ovation in the beginning. I don't think he's going to get booed. First off, if they boo him, if any fans, and I know the Boston fans and Philly fans and They're New York different. fans, everyone's a little different. That's fine. If there is a fan in that stadium, I'm telling all my security guards at that point around the stadium. You see someone boo Brady, you point them out and you throw them out of the stadium. I don't care if he's on an opposing team. That dude won so much in New England. You just can't do that. I can't wait. That's right. all I can say. That's I don't it. know, but I can't wait. Must but see TV. I, but, but to the to, to the backup, I don't think they're going to throw Kyle Trask into the game anytime soon. I think Tom Brady is going to say, you know, that young kid, he's got, got plenty of time. Right. Let me have my time. So 
Yeah, no, no backups are going in for the for the Brady man. Right. Really quickly, make- I'd like to speak to what Joe said. Yeah, I kind of agree. I don't think Belichick will acknowledge it at all. And remember, this is a guy who is so petty that after he lost that game against the Giants, they the Patriots were still on the field and had a play to and had a play to run, and he was already bolting for the locker room like 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 cord hanging all over the place. Yeah. We'll see. Like we said, must-see TV Sunday night to see what happens in that game. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Any more text messages, send them in. We got one more segment to take them. 305-567-0560. We got a lot to get to, though. We have the sniff test. We have the tight end pick of the week. And we have the nose pick of the week. That's all coming up right after this break. This is Zach and the Nose on 560 The Joe. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach and the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, we're back. We're going to wrap things up here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads to Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shores. Your text messages, the tight end pick of the week, the nose pick of the week, and the sniff test. Coming up right now. We can actually get to the tight end pick of the week if you have it. We'll get to it right now before we get to a couple more text messages. And we get to the sniff test for this week. So, the award winning. That's not really award winning yet. But we'll we'll call it there. Uh, The tight end pick of the week for the nose this week for week four of the NFL is... It is time to wake up the Miami Dolphins. And I am doing it again with going with Mike Gronkowski. For a wow. going for a hopefully second consecutive week where, but this week is different than last week, Zach. He's going to find the end zone this week at home versus a good Colts defense. Brissett's going to have to get the ball out fast and furious. And Mike Gronsecki, a fan of the show, somebody who we have discussed multiple times, super talent. You're Miami Dolphins. I'm waking you up, Dolphins. I'm doing it personally right now. Get Gronkowski into your line. Last week was not a joke. It's going to happen again because that's what Brissett needs to do to get his stats up, to get his wins up, to get his touchdowns up, all the good stuff. So the tight end pick of the week, your Miami Dolphins, Gronk Gronkowski, how about that? That's going to be a good one this week. Indianapolis Colts coming to Hard Rock Stadium on Sunday. So we'll see how that game plays out in a what Joe called this morning a must-win game. For the Miami Dolphins. And in the must win, they're going to find their tight end. Right, right. Uh, All right, let's get to the sniff test. Let's get to that right now. We only have a couple minutes left here in the show. Uh, What we like to do here each week is give you a couple players at each position, the big positions. Obviously, quarterback, running back, and wide receiver that the nose loves this week or doesn't love this week that pass or fail the sniff test. Let's start with the quarterback position nose and give me a couple that pass the sniff test. I just that's unbelievable. The quarterbacks that pass the sniff test, we discussed it. We just gotta go with Tom Brady at New England. Of course you're starting him. I just felt compelled that I needed to tell you that it's gonna be a big, big day. Over four hundred yards for Tom Brady. He's going all in. Get Joe Burrow in the gunslinger against Jacksonville on Thursday night football. I can't wait for that game. We discussed it earlier in the show. Two fur- former first picks of the NFL draft Woo! going against each other. Joe Burrow's going to have a big night. And last but not least, I'm going back to the well. Danny Dimes of the New York Giants at the New Orleans Saints. 
I think he's going to have over 50 rushing yards and a touchdown, 200 yards and two touchdowns in the air. Danny Dimes is going to be back. In the running back position, if Josh Jacobs is out, get Peyton Barber back in the game going against the worst rush defense in the NFL in the I was about to call the San Diego, but it's the Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> How many times do you think that happens, by the way? All the time. Professional broadcasters, not just us, because we are professional too. But I'm saying just in general, it happens. It happens. A lot. Okay, we discussed about the Eagles offense last segment. Well, Miles Sanders is going to have to run as much as possible this week to keep Pat Mahomes off the field. And so, Miles Sanders is coming off a really bad start to the season. If there's ever going to be a time where he wakes up, that time is going to be this week. Last but not least, I'm going with Elijah Mitchell. That's right. He missed the game last week. Mitchell, the running back for the 49ers against Seattle's really weak rush defense. Listen, the 49ers loved to run the ball, and Trey Sermon looked real bad last week. If Eli is back this week, put Mitchell in. No-brainer. And last, at the wide receiver positioning, as you love to say, Zach, it's happening. It's happening. Odell Beckham looked really good last week. I'm recommending him against the banged-up Minnesota Vikings secondary. It's time, Zach. It's time. And I'm going to the well on this one. Uh-oh. Robbie Anderson, if you don't do it this week against the Cowboys, then I just don't think you're going to be able to do it ever. The Cowboys are 31st against the pass. Now, a lot of this is because they're going up big and players like Jalen Hurts have to throw in garbage time. So maybe they have an amazing secondary uh, cornerback in Diggs. But Robbie Anderson is not going to be going against Diggs. That's going to be DJ Moore. So if you have Robbie Anderson, I recommend giving him one more chance. Just one more shot, if you would, and if you have a place to start him. And then last but not least... One of my favorites, Cortland Sutton against the Ravens. It's going to have a big game. I absolutely knows it. Oh, well done there. So that's good uh, for the for the sniff test. There are guys that knows likes this week. But if there's people that knows like and players that knows likes, there's obviously going to be a couple that knows dislikes. That failed the sniff test. Start with the quarterback position knows and give me a bunch of players that failed the sniff test. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill be disgusted all day. This is Derrick Henry. I don't care if they put 12 players in the box, okay? Ryan Tannehill does not have any weapons to throw to this week, so you should avoid. We discussed Big Ben. He's not to be started this week. Absolutely no shot. And then, as I predicted earlier, Derek Carr's magic runs out on Monday Night Football. Ooh. As for the running backs, Tony Pollard I don't recommend this week. He's getting 35% give or take of the snaps and going against the best rush defense so far in the league in Carolina. So stay away this week. Tyson Williams of Baltimore, really nice talent, but going against the Broncos who have been extremely stout against the run. So listen, I like Tyson Williams if he was getting the full carries, Zach, but he's not. You got Latavius Murray there. You got Devontae Freeman there. And you have obviously Lamar Jackson, who's their primary running back. And last but not least, Damian Harris, I do not recommend him or any New England running backs against that Buccaneers nose tackle in Donovan Kinsu and Vida Via. And last but not least, wide receiver Hollywood. I dropped way too many touchdown Browns last week. I don't like him this week against Denver. Had himself a case of the drops. I'd like to see him catch the ball this week, and then maybe we could recommend him for the following week. This week, Brandon Cooks is going against Tredavious White and that Bills secondary. 
along with their quarterback, Davis Mills, Mills Davis, whatever you want to call him. It's just a bad combo. So Cooks, not your best play this week. And Devonta Smith, very disappointed so far in what I've seen from him. I thought he was going to be a no-brainer out of Bama, but so far the connection hasn't been there outside of one really nice touchdown with Jalen Hurts so good. Keep Devonta Smith on your bench until he has proven to you that he is startable. The week four sniff test. It's in the books. By the way, we're about 24 hours and change away from week four starting on Thursday Night Football, Jacksonville and Cincinnati. Still have a couple minutes left if you want to get a couple text messages in here. 305-567-0560. A text message for old school fantasy football just came in. We'll see if Nose can answer this one and make someone happy. Standard League, I need to start one. Warfield, Swan, Bolitnikov, or Pearson? Wow. You know, you gotta start Hall of Famer. You gotta start looking at the quarterbacks, right? You gotta use your logic. I sounded like uh, what's his name? Kuiper right there. You gotta use your logic, gotta use your head. You got Paul Warfield has obviously a very good quarterback and Brian Greasy. Am I doing right? Bob Greasy. Bob Greasy, oh my god. But Lynn Swan. Gotta go with Lynn Swan, you know? Terry Bradshaw looking really good right now over Bob Greasy. Excuse me, God. Well, I gotta Paul disagree Famer. with you there, Nose, because, you know, Lynn Swan, he's gonna get you the big plays, but you want consistency in fantasy, and that's Fred Bolitnikoff. You know he's gonna get the volume from Kenny the Snake Stabler. You know he's gonna get the touchdown opportunities. Pittsburgh likes to run the ball. You're gonna get your big plays from Swan, but I gotta tell you, the money play for play, that's Fred Bolitnikoff. I take back everything I say and I go with whatever Garcia said. Man, your confidence right there was just beautiful. I mean, in sales, you got to be confident with what you're doing, right? Garcia just sold me on doing an old school fantasy football. How could I even consider Lynn Swan? Because Lynn Swan is more of like that home run He's player. He's the like Santana AJ. Moss. Wow. Right. Wow. Well you're, done. Man, let me just hand over the mic right, to you. Right. 305 567 0560. That is a text machine if you want to get in here uh, real quickly. I am just blown away by that last text message, uh, by the way. Uh, so let's do this. We have a couple minutes left. Let's get the text machine kind of lit up a little bit more. Let's go right to it. Let's go to the nose pick of the week. Let's get to that before we get to a couple text messages uh, to end the show here. But Garcia, I know you love playing the music. Let's hit it. It's the nose pick of the week time. Ladies and gentlemen. The Nose Pick of the Week. That's right. We're going with a Thursday night football special. You said it. 24 hours and 30 minutes away from what is going to be a no-brainer. I'm going with Oil Cam Boyd. That's right. Oil Cam Boyd. A huge friend of the show. He's texted us, tweeted us. He loves how we call him Oil Cam Boyd. Personal friend from Notre Dame against a very bad Jag secondary. And as we discussed, Jamar Chase is going to start getting double teamed. And T. Higgins was already announced out for tomorrow night's game. That leaves a ton of targets and a lot of opportunities for Oil Can Boyd. So if you have him on your team and he is on your bench, do not think twice. Get him into your starting lineup, especially in three wide receiver leagues or in a flex play. Oil Cam Boyd, we're going old school. He's never given me, you know, I've called him out at least over the last three years. I've called him out as the nose pick of the week. And every time he has stepped up and scored a touchdown for me, that is a fact. And he's going to do it again tomorrow night. Enjoy that tomorrow night. Kick back, as we say, grab whatever a liquor of choice and go with Oil Cam Boyd. Number 83 is going to do you right. 
I'm going to be honest, and I haven't been this excited now for a Thursday night game in a couple of years. Oil Can Boyd, I will be just eyeing him the whole game at this point. The week four nose pick of the week, Oil Can Boyd. Well, well done. All right, I believe that's going to kind of do it for us. Garcia, should we wrap things up? Should I take another text here? What should I do? What do you think? All right, that's going to do it for us. For Danny Garcia back at the Odyssey Compound. For the nose, my partner in crime, I am Zach Krantz. Enjoy week four of the NFL season and, of course, week four of your fantasy football league. If you're 3-0 and or 2-1, and one, relax, take a deep breath. If you're any worse than that, okay, a little deeper breath than that. But best of luck this week, unless you're playing me. We'll speak to you next Thursday.